Hey everybody, welcome to the Boozy Bracketology Podcast, where we believe in three things, strong drinks, strong opinions, and crowning champions, and this is this is going to be the first ever Boozy Recap. Uh, we are five mini brackets into our epic 80s movie bracket to determine what the best 80s movie of all time is. We've got five bracket winners. Those five winners will move on to the main bracket, which in and of itself is a 16-slash-17-seated bracket where we'll determine the winner of the best 80s movie. We're going to be kind of rehashing some stuff here tonight, going over what happened in the past, and give you a look ahead for what's coming. But I can't do this without my good buddy, Mike. Mike, my friend, how are you doing? What are you drinking? Chris, I'm doing great. I'm super happy to be uh, on here talking over this stuff with you. It's it's crazy. It feels like we've been doing this a long time. We've only got five of the final 17 in, and I know things got waylaid with the strike and everything, but uh, it's been a blast so far, even though I haven't always agreed with the decisions, uh, and I'm looking forward to doing some more. Uh, as far as what I am drinking tonight, I picked up a beer. Well, um, you've probably heard the Johnny Cash song, A Boy Named Sue, written by Shel Silverstein. This is A Beer Named Sue. <laughs> it is it's called the yazoo sue it's from yazoo brewing company out of nashville it's an imperial smoked porter uh and uh weather was a little cold here uh over the weekend but it's starting to warm up and according to the groundhog he did not see a shadow so spring should be right around the corner and i'm not sure how much more time i'm gonna have to enjoy these dark beers so cheers i'll drink to that uh, Mike, I got to ask you something. Have you ever had a beer from a brewery that you love that is just objectively terrible? Like, it's probably not a bad beer, but it's one that just does not mesh with you at all. Uh, absolutely. And I'm trying, I'm, you're putting me on the spot. I'm trying to think of a good example, but e every brewery, you know, if I frequent it enough, I'll try every beer on that they have on tap and some are just not my thing. And that's, that's okay. And sometimes they just try something different. Well, this is one of those. So this is not a local brewery. This is from Kona, um, Kona Brewing Company out of Hawaii, which they have actual like breweries. I think got a couple of them stateside too. But mm -hmm. um, I bought their mixed twelve pack uh, for Paige's birthday, not as a birthday gift for her, but we had people over. I wanted to have some beer in the house. Um, Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the beer the beer was not for my four year old. Thank no, you. No, the beer was not for the pot the toddler or the the four nager now. Um, and like, I love their stuff. Like I'm a big fan of like the Island lagers and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Uh, they got a blonde, a beach blonde ale. That's wonderful. Uh, this is their, my time light. Okay. I actually like my ties. I've had this beer. Might you've known me for a while. How long, how often have you seen me with a beer that's been open for about an hour? Oh, wow. Never. It doesn't happen. I go, I drink yeah. really, really fast. Yeah, I don't I don't drink as fast as you. And how often have you seen me with a beer that's been open for more than an hour? Very, very seldom. It yeah, would have to be a that. bad beer. Mm. But I don't let beer go to waste. So uh, live on the air, I'm going to chug this. OK, but it's this. This won't be like one of my uh, my infamous natty light two and a half minute chug. Chris no, actually knows how to chug a beer. You can time me if you want. There's about a half of the beer left. So cheers. Yeah, I don't think I need to chug. Chug, 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 chug. And the last little Ugh. swallow. And he's done. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. Now I can have a good beer. Also from the Kona Brewery, 
Uh, this is their Longboard Island Lager. It's their staple. It's their staple beer. Uh, it's island time everywhere, but here because it is a balmy. Was it like fifty five degrees outside right now? It's been. I was really mad this weekend. Tangent time. Leah loves my tangents. Um, <laughs> of course. I was really mad this weekend because we've had great weather here in Florida for like the past two weeks. And then Friday night, it started raining, and it did not stop raining till Monday morning. And we couldn't go anywhere. <laughs> so, Chris, I'll, I, I can maybe not top that, but I can uh, add a little flavor from our end. Uh, you know, Nikki's uh, been... Uh, doing the Disney travel agent. Uh, she's a travel agent speci- specializing in Disney. Yep. Uh, she started that up last year. And uh, of the many trips that she's booked, uh, she booked one for her cousin. And so it was, there's something oh, a little no. extra personal, personal about that. Well, guess which weekend they chose to go to Disney world with their, their big trip with their three little girls was this weekend. So yeah, oh. the, the, the rain, it was not, it wasn't pretty. And she was just like, I felt so bad. I'm like, I get it, but it's not, they're not going to, it's not like they can hold you responsible. Listen, for those that have gone to Disney, you know, like you just got to deal with it. it you, going you to do. Disney comes with everything. You got to deal with the good and the bad. And, and there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of indoor stuff at Disney that you can do and you still have a good time. So yeah, Leo, Leo spent the week. We were supposed to go to Disney on Saturday and Leah spent the weekend looking at her phone, like looking at a uh, wait times she's like why slinky dogs a two hour wait for a slinky dog i'm like it's a oh. fun ride not worth two hours but it's a fun mm. ride yeah so it's my daughter's favorite ride oh i took my daughter on it way too early oh really oh god uh Paige had just turned three. Oh gosh yeah and the, vi- <laughs> the 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 picture on it is literally me on the ride smiling and Paige burying her face into my side like you could see her, like one of her eyes in her mouth, and she's just terrified. Aww. But she was like, she was so excited when we got there. We walked back to Slinky Dog, and she loved it. She thought it was the coolest thing in the yep. world. I'm like, do you want to ride it? Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm like, all right, we'll go ride it. And we got off, and she just looked at me like she was gonna throw up. And I'm like, all right, let's get you a toy. No. <laughs> so we went and got a little Slinky Dog. And every time we go down by it, she goes, "Daddy, no, Daddy, no!" <laughs> like we're not going on it. But we got to go to Toy Story Mania over here. All right, this is a lot of talk not about 80s movies. Let's let's kind of jump in, Mike. We're five mini brackets in so far. Give me your give me your thoughts. Um there've been some decisions made. Uh let's see. Of the five, I think my bracket would have matched two, is that correct? Yes, I think it would have matched two out of the five. I agreed mm-hmm. with the ultimate final decision. Um, I had two. Let me see. I'm on, I was on one. I know we got the action movie one right. Um, yeah, no, an, an action movie. As 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 you know, I think you had the final two. I just think you made the wrong choice. Um, but my my affinity for for and not that I don't like aliens, but um, oh, sorry. Spoiler alert. Have we mentioned? Hey. Oh yeah, if, uh, <laughs> we're spoiling the first five brackets here. But if you enjoy what we're talking about, go back and listen. They're, it's actually uh, they're they're really fun. They're, honestly, one of the things we pride ourselves on. Obviously, you've you may have heard our our motto. One of our mottos being our wrongness is part of our charm. Whether we are right or wrong, we aim to entertain. <laughs> so that's true. Listen, and and honestly, I think it may be even more enjoyable when we're wrong because you get to scream your head off at us in your car or at home or hopefully not in your office, but maybe in your office if you have a very understanding office. Um, I'm trying to imagine myself 
screaming at Boozy while I'm in my office. It would not go over well. Yeah, I think on my end, I think I'm about I'm two, maybe three. I don't really know where I would have landed on the drama and prestige vote, but yeah, I think I probably would have ended up. I probably would have ended up on Dead Poets Society. I mean, I was a I was a panelist on that one, so we did end up on Dead Poets Society. So that was that one. I um, and this is weird because that's the only one of the five that I've actually been a panelist on so far. That's so, very weird. Like we're going to remedy that soon, I promise. And and that's the crazy thing is, rest assured, listeners, if you're missing some of my uh, hot takes, just wait, <laughs> they're coming. Um, but yeah, the other uh, I think that uh. Teen comedy was our most off the wall. And maybe that's so just mad. recency. I wasn't bias, even on the bracket. I was listening in the background like a cuck. And right. I was so mad. <laughs> well, yeah, you, uh, you, that's why I kept, I kept your entire muted audio for the entire edit just to get that part at the end where you jump on and you're like, oh, thank fuck. Like, I wasn't saying, like, thank God because you got the right decision. But thank God, because you saved it at the very last moment. Yeah, but right. Listen, let, let's run through these. Mike, we started off yep. with the action movie bracket. We did. Yes. You hosted that. I mean, we ended up with our final I, I four. Didn't, I didn't host the action bracket. Uh, Marissa did. Oh, Marissa did. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's yeah. That was the one Marissa hosted. We ended up with our final four there of aliens against Top Gun and then Predator against Die Hard. So we're talking about action movie franchises like. Yep. Though we we got a really good final four. Uh, oh yeah. I I don't think anything. I don't think there's. I, we made some decision, bad decisions before that, but at the end of the day, the final four seemed pretty solid to me. Yeah, I didn't have any beefs with it. About that. Uh, and then obviously, uh, Aliens took out Top Gun. Uh, Die Hard took out Predator. And Mike and I disagree on what happened here, but uh, Aliens, I think, is the best action movie of all time, let alone the '80s. So. I'm very happy to see it winning. You know, I can't, I can't really complain. I just feel like, and you don't necessarily have to factor this in, but Die, Die Hard's a little more iconic. I think your average person on the street probably knows Die Hard a little better than they know Aliens. But, but again, that's that's a oh that no, one hundred percent. I'll, I'll give, matter. I will give you that. Um, but again, we're not choosing most iconic '80s movie, and that's something that I think that you know people will factor in how much a movie has, you know, remained in the pop consciousness somewhat, but I think the ultimate goal here really is to pick the best movie. So I can't, I can't, again, I can't fault you. It's just for, for my two cents. I think Die Hard's, I think Die Hard's the better movie, but I totally get where you're coming from with aliens. I said it on the show, but like I'll watch Die Hard fingers crossed, you know, 25, 35, 45 more times. Cause I'll watch it at least once a year in right. my lifetime. Christmas. I won't. Yeah. I can't say that about aliens, but aliens just has staying power. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's really kind of where we end up with the action movies. A lot of fun on that bracket. Uh, yeah. It's the first bracket that we did in the '80s mega movie challenge or whatever we're calling this thing. Five yep. mini brackets, and we should have a name, but we don't. But you can go back to last summer before the strike. It's all out there. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. All right, Mike. Neither one of us were on the romance bracket, but. Right. We can actually give our opinions here. Our our wives were, so. Yes, yes. My lovely wife, we, Leah. Wea? My God. <laughs> my, my lovely wife, Wea. Oh, my God. <laughs> you did just chug a Mai Tai malted beverage thing, so. Yeah, it's called the Mai Time. 
my time. I, I couldn't remember what it was. Let's, <laughs> you don't need to remember. Anyway. Just no, rem- I don't. remember not to get it. It's all you got to do. Done. Like this. This one's a little bit weird, right? So, yeah. Well, we're a lot about- of these have been all guys, and that one was almost all almost all women, and then Scott, right? So, I believe so. Yeah. I mean, you got a room with a view, mannequin. Uh, Peggy Sue got married. Sixteen candles. When Harry met Sally, some kind of wonderful. Moonstruck, well, it- pity and pink. Oh, that's just one side of the bracket, Mike. If it's you, if it's you, what's winning this bracket? This is the this is another one I think they, that we got right. Um, when Harry Met Sally is a fantastic uh, romance movie and a romantic comedy, and it, it kind of set a a blueprint for a lot of the rom coms that would follow in the nineties. So I really th- I really think this one we got right. I can I can see arguments for some of the other ones. I love Say Anything. Um, I hate that movie. <laughs> I, I know, I I know. But uh, Roxanne is another one. Those, these are some of the ones that are on the other side of the bracket that you didn't mention. Um, I'm not a big Dirty Dancing person, so I mean, I, I understand why it needed to be on the on the bracket. The, the end of that movie is fantastic, but um, but yeah, I, I, all of those movies I think would have been in contention. I liked I liked Broadcast News a whole lot, um, but I, again, I'm not surprised it lost to Dirty Dancing. Um, and yeah, the, the, the inclusion of footloose while I understand is, you know, again, some of these we've discussed this many times before, there were movies that didn't fit super neatly anywhere, but we had to have them footloose being one of those. And so this is where it landed. Um, but you say that, and then it went on one of the biggest runs we've seen in this oh, tournament absolutely. so far. It made it all the way to the final game. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, don't get me wrong, but. It, it, but it is just interesting. Like for me, that that's my point is it went against say anything in the first round. So for me, Footloose doesn't make it past the first round. Yeah. I mean, and I, I might be alone in that, but, but I'll, and I, and I get the argument with say anything. Okay. Like that it falls apart a little bit of the third act with everything with her dad, but still, I just think those first two, the first hour or so of that movie is so such a fantastic way of capturing uh teenage romance. I'm going back but at, at, at the end of the day when Harry met Sally. Yeah, I think they got I, I'm it right. going back and looking at it now and I'm going um when Harry met Sally I think is the best off the left side of the bracket although I do actually like Moonstruck. Oh, I like Moonstruck too. Definitely. Um on the right side of the bracket for me like it's it's Roxanne there's nothing else there and honestly if it's me when Harry Met Sally is more iconic, but I'm going to watch Roxanne again. I don't think I'll ever watch When Harry Met Sally again. So, no, see, When Harry Met Sally is one that uh, I mean, it's my, it's my wife's favorite movie. She probably mentioned that on the bracket. So uh, it's one times. that we, re- yeah, exactly. So we revisit that somewhat regularly. But uh, I mean, I agree. It probably for me, it probably would have come down to Roxanne versus say anything in that final game and that or final game uh, for the final four to determine who played When Harry Met Sally. And I'm glad I don't have to make that decision because that would have been tough. So. Roxanne versus Say Anything would have been an Elite Eight matchup because they're in the top right quadrant, both of them. Oh, shit. You're right. I was looking at it wrong. You're absolutely right. So, okay. Um, um, but yep. I would have been footloose over Say Anything because I don't like Say Anything. Yeah, yeah. That, there there seemed to be a lot of that. So. Oh, man. That, so that's two, right? We've gone through two of them. we got three more we're going to talk yep. about here, and then we'll look at a look at kind of what's coming up next in the bracket and where else we have to go. But uh, next one up we did is drama and prestige. Mike, I hosted this. You played in it. Yep. Uh, we ended up in a pretty good spot. I thought I, I, I was shocked though. 
just the lack of love for Henry V. I, I mean, I showed it plenty of love, but I, you know, I the one seed went like a chump. I think he got one vote. I think Scott gave it the only vote. Did I act? Did I vote against it in the second yeah, round? I know I voted for it in the first round. No, maybe you gave it his only vote in the first round. No, it, it lost in the first round. Steel Magnolias, a 16th seed, went to the second round. It lost to Steel Magnolias in the first round? How do I not remember that? It did. You might have been the only vote for Henry V then because Steel Magnolias oh, that's, was a that, four that's to right. one okay. win. <laughs> I know why I don't remember that because I'm have an outda- I'm looking at an outdated version of the bracket and Steel Magnolias isn't on there. That's why. <laughs> and yeah, still, I mean, I love Steel Magnolias and I was super glad it made a, it made the run that it did. Um, and I think I, I, as I commented on in the bracket as well, Steel Magnolias was one of those movies that I was not, when I sat down to originally watch it with my wife, was not expecting to like as well as I did. So I was happy that it went as far as it did, but I just think Henry V is such a phenomenal piece of filmmaking. But It is. It's just not what you think about when you think of an 80s movie, but it still holds up today. It, it, exactly. And, I, I, you know, and that, that's one of the things that's kind of become a little bit of a theme. A lot of different panelists have touched on it is are we looking for a movie that was came out in the eighties or are we looking for an eighties movie? I feel like there's a bit of a distinction there. And you know, some of the period yeah. pieces aren't doing as well for that reason. Yeah. You know, like, in fact, I think what that was one of the arguments against dirty dancing in the romance bracket is it's set in, even though it feels eighties ish in a certain sense, it's set in the sixties, you know? So I, and that's, that's each panelist gets to come at things their own way. So I, I totally get that argument. No, I, I do too. Uh, this one here, I, f- I do feel like we might have ended up in the right spot, though. I know Dead Poet Society was a lower seed, but the mm-hmm. theme of this bracket seemed to be the lower seeds upsetting the, the upper seeds. Yeah. It happened that, uh, more than a handful of times. <laughs> Absolutely. Wasn't it? Um, I think it was. Was it the. No, never mind. Well, the, the one and two seed, neither one of them made it out of the first round. That's, that's, that's what I was going to say. Exactly. So uh, the four seed was out in the first round. You know, it's just, it's funny though. I'm just thinking about it. Like, you know, I just made that comment about all of the movies the taking one, place two, in three, the and four seeds all out in the first round. Cause you had uh, Henry V losing to steel Magnolias. You had yeah. uh, rain man beating ran. Mm-hmm. Then you had my left foot losing to color purple and then the right stuff losing to dead poet society. Yeah. So those first, that first round was insane. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And and I, I was just thinking, I was just commenting about how people were often voting for voting, not voting for the, the movies that didn't take place in the 80s. But then Dead Poet Society, one beat Rain Man and one of those takes place in the 80s and the other one does not. So very, very much so. But we were yep. ended up with Dead Poet Society. It's moving on to the main bracket. I'm not complaining about that. I, I can't complain either. I love Dead Poet Society. I commented about that on the bracket. Honestly, another another one where you come to that final matchup and either one of those movies moves on and I can't complain because I love Rain Man 2. That, that was a great final matchup. I would love to see a Rain Man 2, an updated version of Rain Man. Let's check in with those characters again. Boy, that would be interesting. I don't know if I'm ready to cry again. We're on to sports. You hosted this one, so take us through it. Oh, man. Sports, sports, sports. Let me actually... I had it up, and then I bounced around, so let me me bring it back up for a sec. Yeah, sports was... uh, (laughs) Sports was a little bit of a wild ride. Um, Most memorably, memorably, there were a couple fun things in sports, namely... (laughs) And I'm sorry to bring this up again, Chris, but a movie that came out in 1979 made it past the first round. 
That was just Steven being a dick. That, that was Steven being a dick, which, you know, it, sometimes that's what you tune tune into the show it did, for. It didn't but, make um, it past the first round. It made it past the play-in game. It lost it made it past the, the play-in game. It lost a color money. You're absolutely correct. That is that is true. Yep. But yeah, that's yep. on me. That's on me. I, I for some reason, it's was on convinced. me too. I, I didn't even think about Rocky II being not, not an 80s movie. I could swear I was like early 80s. But yeah, Steven's right. Yep. There's but no, but no other you say that. Uh, otherwise, there were the one that cut deepest for me, and I'm pretty sure that Chris, you will echo this sentiment: is Field of Dreams going out in the first round to Caddyshack? That one that sucked. <laughs> that I'm I'm on record. I mean, if you if you want to go way back into the pub trivia experience archives, uh, there's a bonus episode that we recorded in that first first year or so probably where uh, I discussed my top five movies of all time and feel the dreams is one of them. So and I definitely, I definitely felt bad because Scott, Scott even wanted to go back and change his vote on that one. And I said, no, when you've locked in votes, they are what they are. So I've, I've had a lot of um, voters remorse, I suppose. Uh, not just, I, just in Bracketology, I, I said it on the show and I'll, I'll reiterate here. I just feel like there was, an oversimplification of the plot of the movie made by one panelist, and that yep. led to yep. people simplifying or negating big emotional cores of that film, where it doesn't it's not just one person that changes, it's an entire cast that kind of iterates through yeah. the plot line. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. But yeah, I'm not Absolutely. <sighs> but to to me, the way this one should have got like, uh, and we, you know, we've done a, we've done a best sports movie, not just in the eighties bracket way back in the day too. And, uh, my affinity for the baseball movies is, is well-documented, but having, having bull Durham major league and field of dreams all on one side of the bracket, <laughs> <laughs> it's just mean. Cause to, to me, field of dreams comes out of the lower, the lower right quadrant. And then, uh, Major League versus Bull Durham is such a brutal matchup because I love them both. And it is one of those where which one am I going to watch more? It's probably Major League. But I think which one is really the better, like, pure sports movie? Probably Bull Durham. I don't know. But I can't fault that decision either way. And then Major League versus Field of Dreams, had it made that far, to me, is the championship game. There, I know there were a lot of people uh, in the Discord that were arguing for Karate Kid, but... I, ultimately, after you knock out Field of Dreams, I think we probably got this one right. Um, I I think Field of Dreams got knocked out too early, but that one does hurt because like I love Field of Dreams and I love Caddyshack. I do love both those movies. Say, so do I, and, and I mean they're both they're both movies where sports forms the backdrop, but isn't necessarily the focus. So I yeah. can understand why they wouldn't necessarily come out of this bracket. Sports is much more the focus of Major League. It's all about it's the classic thing of the, the ragtag bunch of misfits comes back you know comes together and wins the game you actually have you have a lot of sports action really all things considered in major league so i mean to me you think about like what are the iconic moments in the in these movies and i think you know uh feel the dreams has it with archibald graham but it's got a couple mm-hmm. of them oh yeah but like the two that i come back to on major league is one where they bring vaughn out of the bullpen in the final game and he mm-hmm. warms up, and then Dorn calls timeout and just <laughs> walks over to the mound, yep. knowing the night before Vaughn slept with his wife. Jake gets up behind the plate and goes, oh, <laughs> oh shit. shit. 
<laughs> That's great. And then Jake getting up in the bottom of the inning and calling his shot. Oh, yeah. And then bunting. <laughs> Only to lay down a bunt and it cuts to the third baseman's face and he just goes, shit. <laughs> Managing to hobble the first on that bum knee. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and it, it is. It's, it is a great. It's it's. It is a great movie, and I so I'm not at all displeased that it's the one that's going to be representing sports in the final bracket. I will stand by it beating Bull Durham. I've seen Bull Durham a few times. I I get that it's it's much more about the characters, and that's what you want a movie for. But if I'm talking mm-hmm. about like a sports movie, especially like I want the feels, I want to be invested in the team, and I don't, you don't yeah. get that with Bull Durham because they don't discuss scores. You don't know how the team's doing. It's about the character. True. It's not what I'm going to the movie theater for a sports movie for. I get, and I get that. I, again, I, I love both, and I, I'm glad I didn't have to be in a voter seat for that one because I don't have to make that decision right now because I don't know which way I would have gone. I mean, could you imagine sitting through Seabiscuit and never finding out if the horse won a damn race? <laughs> but in Seabiscuit, whether he wins the race is the point. Bull Durham, like, it's minor league ball. Like they're, they're almost at the, it's the movie set up almost to actively acknowledge that it doesn't really matter. You know what the standings are. That's I'll give you that. I'll give you but, that. But I, but I, I see the argument anyway, Re- regardless, we're, we're both baseball guys. I, we've quoted major league and major league two on a softball field at each other for years. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, Marbles? that was Wibbles. Wibbles. <laughs> And then we have the obligatory, how the hell did Wildcats make this bracket? <laughs> All right. Why not? Mike, I think we've been through four now, right? There's just the one left? Just the uh, just the most recent one. Just the, the possibly inaccurately named teen comedy bracket. I mean, it's young adult themed comedies. It's probably a Absolutely. better. Absolutely. It's, a, it's okay. Well, I mean, yeah, it's... There, there was a lot of quibbling over, are these comedies? Are these truly teen movies? It, the I, the broad gist to me is there. Okay, is Breakfast Club a comedy? Maybe not, but it's very teen-centric. So It's a dramedy. You know, it's yeah. got some really funny parts to it. This one, it does. It really does. And uh, I, think, I think one of my favorite ones about this bracket was you've got Michael Turner in one of his... V- in the first episode early on in the first episode saying that I think he was talking, he had said he was talking to you and he's saying, if the final in this bracket isn't Ferris Bueller's day off versus breakfast club, what the hell are we even doing here? And then neither of those even made the final four. <laughs> I thought Ferris Bueller got eliminated in the first round. First, first round, Bill and Ted, the ultimate winner knocked it out. <laughs> I, I, listen, I was so uh, inside baseball here. We had been having issues with recording. So if you listen to a couple of these, you'll notice some people's audio sound a little bit off. It's because I keep a master in my house. And because we had issues with some recordings, I logged in that night to record a master from here. And I didn't listen to the bracket at all. Um, I was literally up till midnight playing video games with a buddy of mine. And I'm like, all right, dude. He's like, I got to go. I'm like, all right. And I just literally turned it off put my headset on as you were announcing the last two and my head is just going how just how yep like, so real genius should not have gotten out of the first round i is well so i'm a huge lucas fan 
So in that sense, I agree. But the other problem is I've never seen real genius. So I have no leg to stand on there. Apparently, but I AJ was thinking, has. It's the best movie she's ever seen. <laughs> oh, I know. But 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 I was going to go tell AJ that I'm talking about her on the air. And I am. Oh. It, it's fine. She she did a great job for her first time as a panelist, and she had she came in with the strong opinions that we uh, prize on this podcast. So I got no no problem with that. Other than Ferris Bueller's Day Off getting knocked down the first round. Um, and the, but again, I even commented as as host. That's a brutal first round matchup. And I, Chris, I know you're not a big Ferris Bueller guy, so I'm not. So like the, the seating on all of these is set by Rotten Tomato scores. That's how their the seating is Ooh. done. Um, right. That is not an easy one to go with in the first round because I genuinely love Bill and Ted's. Even not being a Ferris Bueller's guy, I can't argue against the impact it's had on pop culture since then. I would have gone Ferris Bueller. To be honest, I'm actually genuinely surprised that. Ferris Bueller and Bill and Ted are that different in Rotten Tomatoes scores. It's, I guess, I, I, I wonder if Bill and Ted's one of those that critics have come around to in hindsight, but didn't click with them initially because I didn't feel like that was reviled. But yeah, but I think you also have to look. I think at a certain point you're you're looking at it from like shades of with how big these brackets are. Pretty much every movie that made the tournament is a is certified is, fresh. Is a fresh. That's that's and that's fair. We we did uh we had to take some creative license with some of these movies because there was there's just some you couldn't leave off of eighties uh, excuse me eighties movie bracket. But but yeah, for the most part, you're absolutely right. And, and the, I think the thing that that's weird with me with Bill and Ted, great movie. I just think of it as nineties because it was so late eighties. Yeah. Yes, Fer, Ferris Bueller feels more. 80s and Bill and Ted just feels more early 90s but again that's that's splitting hairs not the way I would have gone but once it got to the final four I was staring at this and going my god if Bill and Ted's excellent adventure doesn't win I don't even know like so the final the, four what was Bill and Ted up against remind me Bill and Ted's excellent adventure was going up against better off dead which Nikki and I tried to put it we put on we, 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 she watched a couple of these on her own. And then I watched a couple with her. Cause I, there were some that I'd never seen that I wanted to see. Um, and better off dead being one, we watched about 20 minutes of it. And we just thought it was so dumb. We turned it off. Oh, it hurts. So, I want my $2. And, and that was the one reference that I knew from the movie. But I think I was beginning to get a sense of that better off dead was the movie that South park was parodying in their skiing episode when they introduced the song about how you need a montage. So I almost wanted to go back and do it and watch it just for that. But I could tell that Nikki was getting so bored and miserable watching it. I was like, let's just turn this off. You're not going to vote for it. And we <laughs> didn't think it was going to get as far as it did. I love better off dead. Like it's, I don't know that I would have had, I would have had a beating last American virgin. Oh God. The, the, the I, get I, that I, I couldn't have voted for it over Heather's, but I don't think Heather's made it that far. Heather's didn't make it past the first round. And I, I get that I have a very Heather's lost to can't buy me love. Heather's lost to can't buy me love after it beat teen wolf in the playing game. And Just I, 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 I get people. that I have a very dark sense of humor and it's been a while since I've seen Heather's and it may not have aged well, but I don't, I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know. I can't, I can't, I can't look it, at a movie that gave a Shannon Doherty and say it's a bad movie. So, <laughs> Well, this is true. All right. Um, other side of the bracket over here. Breakfast Club out and outdoor. What did Breakfast Club lose to? 
So Breakfast Club lost a real genius. Okay, that so was at the, least um, it made it out of the first round. It made it out of the first round because it was going up against uh, Bachelor Party versus Porky's was the play-in game. Porky's won, uh, and then Breakfast Club, That's which honestly I would have gone Bachelor Party, but um, yeah. but I but I sort of I sort of understood the argument of um, I think it was Stephen made the argument about how Bachelor Party like didn't go all in in the way that Porky's did, even though it hinted that it might. And I was like, okay, that's a fair argument. Breakfast Club got hit by the fact, I think, at least in part, that I mentioned before, that people didn't perceive it as a comedy per se. I I think that I think that's what ultimately it doesn't have hurt to it a little bit. Best movie. Uh, I know, I know. <laughs> but but Nikki definitely made made that comment to me afterwards. She said, "Yeah, I think Breakfast Club wasn't really a comedy, and I think that was part of part of what was going on there." But where else would you put it? Like. I, you you wouldn't. I mean, it wasn't an Oscar nominated film, so it doesn't go to drama and prestige. It's not really kids YA. No, because it's it's a little too A to be YA. Um, doesn't count as indie. No, no. There's there's no there's no other. This good, is where it has yeah. to live, and you can't have this bracket without Breakfast Club. So it, yeah, it, I agree. I I and as you know, you much more so than me. But we labored over this for quite a while. So. Oh my god. I spent way too many hours on this bracket, and Leah's already like, "When are we doing the '90s one?" I'm like, let me finish the '80s first, <laughs> Chris. If Chris, if it helps, I've actually already started putting the '90s one together. So get with Leah because she 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 has opinions. Oh, I I had a feeling she would. I'll run it by you, but yeah. But I think after this one, maybe we take a break and do something else for yeah, a little while. Yeah, we'll take we'll take a little bit of time off. We'll find yep, something else. At least a month. <laughs> So as far as how this fits into the bracket as a whole, uh, yeah. we have got a 17-seed tournament of champions to crown the best 80s movies. So uh, the action winner, which is Aliens, is going to go up against the winner of the independent film portion of the bracket. Right. Which we have tentatively scheduled for, I think... I think that's coming out in June or July time. It's over the summer at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the romance winner when Harry met Sally will go up against the winner of the police slash crime portion of the bracket, which I think is our <laughs> most ridiculous mini bracket. Yep. Uh, probably. And I, I, but I do love the fact you're, you're just such, you're a born romantic, Chris, you put romance and crime up against each other in the overall <laughs> mega bracket. Really, I just want when Harry met Sally to go up against Police Academy is what it boils down to. Well, and that, yeah. Then we get over to the other side of the bracket. Our sports winner, Major League, will go up against the winner of the sci-fi portion of the bracket. And there are some heavy hitters in the sci-fi portion. Oh, gosh. Yeah, really. And then, Mike, our other two winners, uh, the drama prestige winner of Dead Poet Society against the teen comedy winner of uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, they mm -hmm. face off against each other. They are squaring off head to head. Yeah. So that's uh, <laughs> that's oh. a fun one. That's those are both more late later 80s movies, um, both of which launched some of their stars, I would say, to a certain degree. Yep. Um, yeah, that's, that's going to be a tough one. Uh, all of these are going to be tough ones. Cause once you're at least in the, in these mini brackets for the most part, other than the aforementioned crime slash police bracket, you're pretty much comparing like movies with each other for the most part. Once it gets to the main bracket, all bets are off. 
yeah, this could go one of two ways, really well or just downright hilarious. Yep. So the way this will work is uh, the mini bracket will consist of we have two straight up comedy mini brackets. So there's like 40 something movies in those two mini brackets combined. They will go head to head in the main bracket to determine what the best comedy of the 80s was. It'll also have action and versus indie. Then we'll, we'll also have uh, the horror mo- best horror movie against the best thriller movie. That'll be fun. Oh, yeah. Can't wait to record those. I think horror's coming up soon, too, so looking forward to that. Yep. Uh, then crime will go up against romance. Uh, we'll have our first... The only play-in game of the main bracket will be the winner of the musical portion going up against the winner of the war portion. Those are... Uh, many brackets that are, I believe, eight seeds each. The musical is actually technically 16, but the first group of those will be over on Patreon. Then the main feed will be the main, uh, the final eight through the champion. The yep. war is eight straight, is eight movies in there. We'll go through those. Uh, we'll do drama and prestige against teen comedy. The kids and the young adult version going up against the animation. We, we, we haven't recorded either of those yet, and I think that those are going to tug at our heartstrings maybe more than any of the other ones when we do sit down and record those. Cause that, that for most of us, we all, we were children in the eighties and that's going, these going to be our childhood revisited. It will. It will. I have opinions. Um, Oh yeah. Only a decade like the eighties could make me afraid of a in the window air conditioning. <laughs> that is a movie that I am very grateful that I did not see as a child. Uh, Why is the brave the, little toaster so scary? On the on the other hand, I did see Return to Oz when I was five. So, oh God, <laughs> so that was oh. that was my nightmare. For whatever reason, the the Wheelers didn't get to me. Headless Queen Mombi didn't get to me, but the Gnome King at the very end with the <laughs> with, I mean the, with the fire all around him and and trying to eat them one at a time. Yeah, that got to me a little bit. That was scary. Oh my god! Oh man, yeah. So a lot of a lot of uh, revisiting of uh, childhood joys and traumas in those brackets. Well, not to mention we got the the sad part of Littlefoot having to find his dead mother's corpse. That's lovely. So yeah. Land Before Time, I think, is on there somewhere. Guys, mm. we're we're ripping off all the band aids in the kids, young adult, and animation portion of the bracket. That's right. No holds barred. Oh lord! And then we're gonna finish the uh, the main. No bracket holds barred off. isn't on this bracket anywhere. Okay. <laughs> Not that I'm saying it should. It's be. been over a year since the inception of this bracket, Mike. A year I, later is too late to come. I know, up with I know. I'm missing. not, and I'm not, I'm not advocating for it. I just thought, I just said it, and I was like, wait a minute. I, think I had to get the over 80s. the top on the bracket. What else did you want me to do? <laughs> yes, yes, you had to, of course. We're gonna end <laughs> it with sports against sci-fi. Oh man, this is um. Oh, this is gonna be tough. This is really I, going to be tough. I, there's so many fun brackets and great choices up ahead. I, I'm, I'm super excited to continue going because it's been, like I said, there's been a lot of choices so far that I might not necessarily agree with, but, yeah. uh, but, they, but they've been fun. The, um, <laughs> the adventure one is the one that I think is going to. Uh, We're not talking about that, Mike. Nope, we're not talking about it yet, but we will be. That of all of the portions of the bracket, 
like that might be as close to crying as I will get short of losing a family mm-hmm. member or the Cubs winning the series. It's yeah, it's it's going to be a rough one. Because I know y'all are going to say stuff that pisses me off. <laughs> I know it. Like I've had this conversation with people who have done the bracket. I'm like, "Oh, I love this movie." They're like, "Oh, it's okay." I'm like, "You son of a bitch, what's wrong with you?" <laughs> yep. Oh, Lord. Thankfully, this isn't the best 70s movie, because if one of you talked bad about Jaws, we'd be done. <laughs> yeah. All right. We got a lot coming. Mike, what's the... So for the month of March, we're we're taking a step back from the best 80s movies yep. to do a music bracket. Tell our listeners what we got going on in the month of March. Yeah, so we, we recorded this one a while back, and it seemed... We, we moved it up in the schedule because it seemed kind of timely, what with this uh, particular artist just releasing his first new song, and new song with lyrics in almost 30 years. Uh, we're determining the best Billy Joel song in the bracket in the month of March. So um, Nothing that's going to be a lot of fun. Busy. Yeah, that, that's that's a, a rare thing for us, but we have the opportunity to, to be so this time. Plus, we fell a little behind on some of our other recordings, so... We're, we're catching up. It's uh, you all we don't are. know this, but it's been for Mike and I. Just it's been a couple of months. <laughs> yeah, for 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 sure. But but we're we're getting back on track here. Uh, and then after that, we're going to have uh, best eighties musical that Chris mentioned. We're going to get into eighties horror. We're going to do the kids YA. So there's a lot of a lot of them coming up starting uh, the end of March, beginning of April time frame. Uh, and then we're just going to keep right on rolling from there. Uh, see where see where it takes us. We're gonna we're gonna break these up like we have been doing. We'll do two or three of the '80s mini brackets, and we'll throw something else in there uh, <clears throat> just to keep it fresh. But uh, right now, the current schedule, which is subject to change, has us actually somehow managing to finish this up at the end of October. It's ambitious. It, it is. I'm I'm looking forward to it though. We can do Me it. Me too. I I can't wait. So. But uh, all right. So uh, if you are a fan of Mike and myself and you want to support the show, you can do so over on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash P-T-E-B-B. Uh, you know, we have bonus content that drops on there for both the Pub Trivia Experience and Boozy Bracketology regularly, including, uh, I don't know if it's going to come up before this or around the time this comes out, but Mike, we are going to jump on the on the phone here in just a few minutes and we're going to record the conversation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but we're going to determine what our Oscar bet is. Absolutely. Uh, it's a tradition. It is a tradition. And then, of course, for our listeners out there, uh, follow on the Facebook group. But we will have a uh, a place for our listeners to take uh, take part in the Oscars betting as well. Uh, we might probably do something like we did last year where the winner got to pick what the loser had to drink. And they'll go face. They'll go head to head on a trivia episode. Uh, last year's idea. winner, Katie Dye, can actually drink now. That's right, because uh, she was she was she was pregnant la- this time last year, and uh, she is. Oh my God, have you seen that kid? That kid is so cute. Oh, I, I, yeah, I know. But uh, neither here nor there. And then Brian was the the gracious loser last year, and his one request was not Malort, and Katie was nice and did not make Brian <laughs> drink the Malort. Mm-hmm. But we're Mike, you and I are going to pull up here in a few minutes. We're going to have that discussion. We'll record it, drop it on the Patreon, probably unedited. Um, <laughs> I think I think that uh, part of what you're paying for, if you're a Patreon subscriber, is to is to get to hear us in all of our glory, for better or worse. And this will be for worse, <laughs> most likely. But uh, you feel free to jump on there, support the show, uh, find our Discord, our Facebook group, all that. It's all going to be in the show notes. You can head over to ptebb.com. 
you know what? That's enough for us tonight for the Boozy Bracketology Podcast. I have been Chris. And I have been Mike. And we will see you next time. Until then, have a good one.